I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Your Utah Jazz continue their four-game homestand tonight in Vivint Arena as the Jazz play host to the 31-40 Portland Trailblazers. Dunn down the middle of the lane, goes to the rim, cocks the right hand, rocks the Casbah. Team 49 had an amazing night Monday when they defeated the Sacramento Kings 128-120, led by a career high from Ochai Tonight, the Jazz look to improve their playoff seating against the struggling Portland team who's lost six straight. Can the Jazz even the season series with the Blazers and climb the Western Conference standings? Take note, Jazz fans, it's time for tip-off as the finisher, Lowry Marketing, and the Utah Jazz take on Weber State's own Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers next on Jazz Basketball. It's the nonstop NBA, and tip-off is now. David, since you just mentioned Dame, I hope he does not have a Dame time here tonight. I'd like to see if the Jazz can keep him on the right side of the floor. He's attempted 246 three-point shots from that left up the front. Up the front. Here's Watford out of LSU, getting a rare start to Lillard. Three over the top, no good rim. And Linnett taps it to Taylor Horton Tucker. Keep him on that right side. Horton Tucker skips over the top to Markin and back in the lineup with bright orange shoes. No good offensive rebound. Kessler swings back to Horton Tucker. Bad lob gets intercepted. He just didn't put any air under it. Jazz have won two in a row. Have won eight of their last 16. Blazers have lost six in a row to fall out of the playoff picture. Jump shot no good for Portland. Really had to score a lot to win this year. Driving the lane is Abaji. Right corner... Markin shot blocked by Thibel, known as one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. That'll be a tough task for Lowry. Lillard penetrates in the lane, sees the Linux, flares it back out to the wing to Watford. Right side to Sharp. Nurkic at the top with one shoe orange, the other sky blue. Hands to Lillard, three no good, rebound to Linux. His headband is skinny and narrow tonight with the ponytail above it. As he swings to the left wing to Horton Tucker. Kalen in the white uniforms with the black note and the yellow spotlight. Outline Abaji left corner, tightly covered. Swings over the top to Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker 
takes a step back three with just five on the clock. Front rims, not a good possession by the Jazz offensively. The ball just went around the perimeter, no cutters or anything on that possession. Markkinen starts on Lillard in this possession. It's high right. See if the Jazz double. He gets off it before a double comes. They swing left side to Sharp. Sharp, who did not play last year, yet was still a top 10 draft pick. Pulls up on the mid-range jumper and Markkinen rebounds. Sloppy start in the first two minutes tonight. With Nintendo, he'd hit reset. Abaji comes off a curl, stops to the top, finds Markkinen on a roll, bounces underneath the Kessler, gets grabbed and fouled hard by Nurkic. And listen to Nurkic. Nurkic yelling at his young teammates about how they're supposed to ro- rotate. Chauncey Bullock's pulling Sharp over right now. Sharp's just super inexperienced. Seventh player picked in the draft. He went to the University of Kentucky, or at least he was on the campus. Whether he was there for any classes is unclear, probably unlikely. He did not play a single game. He evidently practiced a few times. And that's about it. And yet still was the seventh pick of the draft. And I would say they're generally pleased, I think. We're still scoreless as Walker misses both free throws. We've played two minutes. Dame scores through the lane, runs into Walker. Walker fouls it. All right, scoreboard watching early tonight. Games which we care about for playoff implications. Ten games tonight? There are ten games tonight. Golden State and Dallas are playing. I'm not entirely sure who we're rooting for. But if you want to choose who you're rooting for, Ron, which of those teams do you think is most likely to click in? And in the final 10 games, go 8-2, and two, or Dallas or Golden State? I'm going to say Golden State. All right, so then we're rooting for Golden State to beat Dallas. Okay. Atlanta is playing Minnesota tonight. We want Atlanta to beat Minnesota, both for playoff positioning and for our draft pick. And later tonight, Phoenix plays the Lakers. We want Phoenix to beat the Lakers. We don't have a field goal yet, but we have points. As Portland makes one of the two free throws, as Lillard at the line... And we are 9.45 left. Jazz don't have a field goal yet. Marking it on the wing. We'll take a high angle left three, and he'll tickle the twine. It's three to one, Utah. Marketing like Damian Lillard, love the left side of the floor. Here's Lillard, double team. Behind the back pass to Watford. Right corner, Thibel. Not a good three-point shooter, but okay from the corners. He misses. Rebound to Baji. Right side, Horton Tucker on the run, attacking Lillard. Lillard reaches in. Horton Tucker powers through it off the window and in. So that's the strength that he has, to, to go right through arms. Lillard layup on a back cut. That was a transition possession. We talked about it early. Jazz getting one. We'll keep track of transition possessions tonight. Sweet little give and go. Lillard. Abaji, catch and shoot, contested corner three over Lillard is good. Lasers are 27th in the league defensively. Jazz lead it 8-3. Baji's made 17 of his last 38 attempts. That's five balls. Back, back up to 38% as he's Nurkic. Driving, spends off with the left hand, fouled by Linick and finishes at the rim. Nurkic averages 13 points and nine rebounds. He's their second leading available scorer tonight. Grant and Simons average 20, but neither of them are playing. Utah Jazz play-by-play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. So if you were not in our with us at pregame, our LHM stat of the night tonight is transition possessions. Four of the last six games and five of the last eight, the Jazz have had 20 or more transition possessions. 
They only did that four times in the 63 games prior. That's brought to you by LHM Auto, sales, service, and selection. Kessler, left wing to Horton Tucker, three on the clock. He's got to take a bomb. It's no good. Offensive rebound, marking and back up and in. Nurkic disgustingly hands the ball to Watford, who allowed that rebound. Yusuf Nurkic is known to at times have horrendous body language toward teammates. It's been on full display in the opening moments as he hooks one up and in from five feet. Well, they're picking the jazz now with Jerkic. Setting pick, rolling right to the middle of the floor and stopping. And they're top blocking market and double, so he couldn't come out to it. He finally does, fires the three and it's foul. Wow, I've not seen that before. Feibel got on the top block, and what that means is marketing work with me here. Marketing's in the far corner. So well, that's the left corner if you're standing at midcourt. So he's facing the basket. His right shoulder's on the outside toward midcourt. Feibel's standing on his right shoulder. So he has nowhere to go. He worked his way through that. Then Sharp popped out and got on his right shoulder a second time. I've never seen two guys. Markkinen worked his way through both of those before drawing the foul off Thibault, and he'll take three free throws right now. Do you remember the criticism that that uh, Quinn Snyder took with top blocking on Harden that year? Oh, yeah. yeah forcing him to drive and not letting him play with the ball and shoot three. It was unique and different. It statistically made sense. It psychologically didn't. Speaking of Quinn Snyder... He is leading the Atlanta Hawks tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We've got Carl Anthony Towns back. It's at halftime. Minnesota leads 67-62. Towns has 12 points tonight. We would like Atlanta to come back and win that game. They do not, they do not have DeJounte Murray. 13-8, Utah after marking and makes the free throw. Here's Sharp. Right side Lillard, bounces it inside to Watford, back out to Nurkic, he'll take the three angle left, it'll back rim, rebounds, tap back to Nurkic, pass to the corner to Thibault, bullets over the court to Lillard, tap pass to Sharp, corner three is good. Dame Lillard really focusing on moving it here in the early going. That's his second assist. Touch passes. Markin fights through the double team, gets it to the right block to Olenek, lobs a bullet over Kessler's head out of bounds. I love the comment by Will Hardy before the game about Kelly Olynyk. He's a little bit of an artist. And that every play to him has to have some artistic value. At times, they would just like Kelly to shoot or not pump it. But Kelly sees every play as an opportunity to be beautiful. Sharp driving, goes to the rim, met by a fellow rookie, Kessler. Alters the shot and misses the lamp. Rebound comes to Portland. Nurkic at the cup, eradicated by Kessler. Kessler on the run, lob to him, slam dunk. Marketing brought it up the middle of the floor. Walker raised his hand in the air. Lowry slowed down a step, and Walker packed it. Here's Sharp in the lane, or Watford in the lane. Back to Nurkic, three in the corner. Good. Yusuf Nurkic, the seven-foot out of Croatia, not a terrible three-point shooter. And Kalen Horton-Tucker driving gets fouled. So as long as the Portland Trailblazers play at that pace, the Jazz defense is not getting a chance to get set. Interesting on Nurkic, by the way. The last 10 games, he was shooting 14% from three, despite making 36% for the season. And he's not been good on the road. So this is a little bit of a surprise. And he's buried two here 
in the early going, or made his first one in the early going. 15-14 Jazz. Portland and Utah with 6-17 left in the first, and the Jazz are up by one. Coaches sound flash. Tatum is somebody that usually is getting the ball in the offense, so you know there's less time on the clock as well by the time you're doing that trap. So Dame is a, a different type of player in some ways. Obviously, he's primary ball handler, bringing it up the floor. He also shows a willingness to shoot the ball from 30 feet. Like Sometimes he sees a double team coming, and his instinct is to just let it fly. Some of the concepts can be used in tonight's game. I think we have to do a pretty good job of mixing it up and showing him some different looks. That's your coach's sound brought to you by Newskin. Newskin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best view at Newskin. Oh my gosh, we have celebrities in the house, Ron Boone. Stacy Hornacek is in the house along with her husband, Jeff, walking down the stairs to our right. Jazz double Lillard in the corner. He rotates out to Nurkic, swing it over to Watford. He travels before he starts. David, they were in a man to man at that point, and once Lillard got at a certain point in the corner, as you just mentioned, they double team. Jazz 16, Blazers 14. I don't know if that's because Rudy Gay's on the floor. Rudy Gay, Fontecchio check in. Marketing goes out. Rudy Gay is going to take a three from the angle right, and he's going to make it. Still not shooting a great percentage, but he's been better recently. Yeah, and taking more shots. Five of his last 16 three-point shots he's made. He understands his role with the guys missing. Jazz, a soft double on Lillard. He gets off of it. They rotate around to Fiebel, who's not a good shooter. Top to Lillard. In and out right-hand dribble. Beats Kessler to the rim and dunks. Brought the double out, shook it, and dunked it. Dame Lillard at 33. Having one of the great offensive seasons the NBA's ever seen. One of the reasons you double team is because you want to keep them in a certain area. <laughs> Here's Port Tucker driving hard to the rack, stops, holds a pivot foot, rotates it back out to Abaji, lob high to Kessler Dunks. That was nifty. It came from about seven feet out on the right side of the paint off a dribble. He brought the hand to collect it and then threw it up. At first, it looked like he did it with one hand, but watching the replay, he brought both together just to have collected. And some aim to it. Sharp driving, attacking Kessler, misses at the rim. Outlet to Abaji. Lillard's back. Abaji attacks, lays it up, misses. Tip follow Fontecchio, no. Two on two, Nurkic. Trailing Watford. Layup, good. Another transition opportunity, though, for the Jazz there. They're playing so much more in transition recently. It's a much more efficient. You don't score on all of them. Bad pass by Horton Tucker, stolen by Thibel. Horton Tucker's back, fouls Thibel, and he'll get two free throws. Such a telegraph pass. And as you mentioned, Thibel's not a bad defensive player there. Known for jumping passing lanes, known for stealing the ball with amazing hands. It'll be interesting to see about Thibel, because the guy who's checking in right now, Chris Dunn, and Maurice Thibel have similar career trajectories. Thibel's bigger. But Chris Dunn has always been known as a marvelous defensive player. But at some point, his inability to shoot got him knocked off rosters. Well, at 25 years old for Thibel, this is his best shooting stretch ever here in Portland. And his best three-point shooting ever year overall at 36%. But frankly, the last two years at 30% and 31% from three, he was walking himself to being out of the league rather than in the league. He splits the free throws. 
21-19. Blazers have lost six straight. The Celtics ran them off the court, but their other games have been close. Overall, they're losing games by an average of 10. As Abaji takes a deep three over the outstretched arms of Cam Reddish and scores it. Yeah, going from his left to the right, squares the shoulders, David. He is really knocking him down coming that direction. That is a different player. 1-3-1 one, one zone. They look well prepared for it, frankly. They've got Nurkic in the middle of the floor setting a pick on the middle guy. They flare it out to Lillard for three. Misses. Lillard thought he was fouled on the shot. Gay on the run. Off an early Azubuke pick, powers in the lane and gets fouled. That's close to a transition possession. We might as well call it one. Shot clock was inside the first six seconds. It will be an unofficial count, but we're certainly going to chart that tonight. Again, if you missed it, in four of the last six games, the Jazz have had 20 or more transition possessions and five of the last eight games. In the 63 prior, they only had four games all year with 20 or more transition possessions. One of them was in Houston early in the year where the Jazz had 34 transition possessions. And the Jazz lost that game, right? He just ran up and down the floor with Houston. Jazz celebrating the end of March with an act, the International Women's Month with an activation around the arena tonight, a bunch of other events. The Jazz broadcast team celebrated Holly and Carly and all the other women on our broadcast crew. Kristen Spear of our staff deserves a shout-out. Boy, she's pretty busy this week, isn't she? She's working hard. Nice. At the Stars, at the Jazz. Driving, Azubuke blocks the reddish floater. Jazz on the run, Abaji lost the dribble. It plays bumper cars with multiple players to Dunn and then gets it stolen. Lillard leads the break, Eubanks dunks. 25-21, 3 left here in the first quarter. Jazz lead it by four. The Jazz have now done with Fontecchio, Azubuke, Abaji, and Gay on the floor. Ochai, one hand pass to the top to Gay. Over to Dunn on the wing. Dunn driving, Spinney wants that floater, pump fakes, puts up that floater and scores it. I like his footwork on that floater there as well. Very good. A great job. Under control. Jazz shadowing Lillard. Still look like they're in that 1-3-1. One, one. Lillard splits it, gets into the lane to Azubuke, and it's fouled by Azubuke. Dame's got five early. He's missed three shots, which feels like it's three more than he missed on his route to 60 against us earlier this year. Jazz 27, Blazers 21, 249 left here in the first Players sound flash. Really with our, our coverages, being mindful of not having guys on an island. I think our hits are going to be really important. Where we're hitting from, where we're trying to force the ball to out of his hands is going to be really important for tonight. Uh, kind of keen on him like we did Jason Tatum in a way, without the zone if we if we don't go to that, if we do. Nice conversation today with Ochai Abaji. That's brought to you by Vivint, smart security professionally installed. Ochai, career high, his last time out with mom in the crowd. His dad's a remarkable story. His dad grew up in Lagos, Nigeria, one of eight children. He's the only one of the eight to come to the United States of America. His other seven siblings still live in Lagos, Nigeria. Ochai's mom and dad met while scholarship athletes, I believe it was Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Then moved to Kansas City where they had two kids. 
the older daughter, a Division I volleyball player at the University of Texas. Ochai was packed around for most of his young life, following her everywhere she went. She's now living in Kansas City after a great volleyball career. And now Ochai is here. Dad actually came to the U.S. originally and played junior college ball in Indiana before heading to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Lowry, right side to Rudy Gay, jabs left, goes right, bounces underneath to Azubuke. He travels. Uh, he should have dunked the basketball. Rudy, a little upset that he didn't try to, to score that close to the basket. Archie Diakono from Villanova checks in. He's bounced around the league a little bit, still wearing his shorts as long as they did five years ago, below his knees. 27-22, Jazz seem to be back in their zone defense, which they've played a tremendous amount recently. It wasn't as successful in the last game. Three from the left wing by Reddish, who's not a particularly good shooter, and that's why it might be good tonight. No good. Rebound comes down to Mark Kinnon. Dunn brings up the front court. Mark Kinnon trailing for a three. No good. And the rebound, rebound comes down to Eubanks. Archie Diakono splits the time in Chicago. Gives it out left side. Driving lane is Reddish. Reddish originally drafted by Atlanta. Inside, corkscrewing for the layup and missing is Kevin Knox, the second. Portland maintains the rebound. Back out to Archie Diakono. He misses, and the rebound to Dunn. Long outlet to Marketing. They were teammates in Chicago. Left-hand dribble by Marketing to Rudy Gay. He'll fire from the left wing, and it'll be good. Second three of the night for Rudy Gay. And it's 30-22 to 22 Utah. Jazz looking to get to 500 tonight. Blazers have lost six in a row. Knox right side. Pass across the top. Knocked away by Dunn, but back to Archie Diakono. Knox right side. High arcing three. No good. Rebound. Fontecchio taps it to Dunn. Knox had a great game against the Jazz earlier this year. Dunn fakes the pass. Gets in the lane. Tries to hand it to Azubuke. He collects. Wait, takes him a few moments to coil up, and as he's coiling, he's fouled. The reason Azubuke didn't dunk earlier, and the reason he didn't dunk there, is he's not a quick jumper. He has to get both feet set, almost bend the knees, and coil up to have the kind of burst and power we've seen so many times. That's for sure. And then he's got to catch the basketball here as well. Azubuke, I think some of those passes, he's just not ready for it. He doesn't see him coming. He's at the line. His last free throws the other night looked so much better than we've ever seen before. Been working hard, so much improvement by so many players on this roster. How is it possible that you can have a roster where every guy seems to be having a year that's their career year? Might be a real tribute to the coaching staff and the work they've put in. Speaking of Lagos, Nigeria, and Azubuke was also born in Lagos, Nigeria. 10-3 run by the Jazz, they lead by nine. 1-3-1 one, one zone again. Sharp at the top. Sharp for the Blazers. In and out dribble. Blocked by Azubuke. Got up pretty quickly on that, Franklin. Sharp drives again. Sees Azubuke again. Slides by him this time. And lays it up and in. Sheldon Sharp. 31-24. Markin it pops out. Has a little airspace. Right wing. Buries the three. Nice read there by Markin. You can see that Goes underneath, unsentical, just make sure that the defender doesn't get out there. Nice pitch. 
Archie Diakono, high pick, right side. Sharp will take a three this time. It's good. He's an offensive-minded player. Portland seems very pleased what they've gotten out of him. It's going to take him some time, obviously. Marketing coming up with double stagger, unavailable. So Dunn drives, puts up the right-hand floater too hard. Eubank rebounds, and here comes Archie Diakono. Archie Diakono wears 51 on his uniform that looks like he got the wrong size of Junior Jazz. Bounces left side to Reddit. Left hand drive to the rim. Azabuke there fouls it. No verticality at all from Udoka on that. This zone has some gaps. And the Portland Trailblazers seem to be finding those gaps right now. It will be interesting to see, Ron, how teams react. And I, I think the Jazz will continue to play this zone and try to learn from it and improve it and recognize those gaps so that they get better at it as the year goes on. But they surprised the Boston Celtics with it. And they surprised, I, I And thought. stunningly, they surprised as the quarter comes to an end. Yeah. 34-20, and they stunningly surprised Sacramento with it. But they've now played it for about 80 possessions in the last two games. Portland clearly was prepared. 34-29, Jazz lead it at the end of one here in Salt Lake City. Very good first quarter offensively for the Jazz. An offensive rating of 131, league rating average about 115. And they've scored 34 points and lead it 34-29. to Jazz come out with Chris Dunn, Johnny Juzang, Wong Toscan Anderson, Adokaz Buke, and Lowry Markinen. Juzang just got bumped knee to knee, hobbles out. Jazz have the ball on the right side, Toscan Anderson. Here's Lowry Markinen, kicks to Johnny Juzang, left side three, no good. Offense rebound, Azabuke, one dribble, pump fakes, dunks. Doka dunk. Very nice rebound, and takes his time to dunk the basketball. He was such a force at Kansas. You do wonder if he gets some more time. Can he gain, regain that confidence as Cam Reddish hits a three? like to see him, though, with a little jump hook. I mean, he probably could have shot a little jump hook from that range, but he wanted to power his way to the basket. Chris Dunn finds Doka on the roll. He catches and lays it up and in. Back-to-back layups for Oz, or dunks and Oz for Azubuke. Sharp, high left. Right side, Archie Diakono, top to Sharp. Penetrates the lane, puts his shoulder and done. Round ball robbery. Outlet to Scott Anderson, lobs, mark it in one hand. Catch, full flight, and packs it. My goodness, he was given rights to take off. He went high in the air. He grabbed it with right hand while elevating went to cruising altitude, and packed it. Flight marketing is airborne. The finisher. Timeout. Chauncey Billups, 40-32 Utah. 10-48 in the second on Jazz Basketball. Let's go back into history. This year is Team 49. 
1449. What happened on this day in Utah Jazz history? Back to 1997, the Jazz beat the Phoenix Suns 103-96. to It would keep what would become a 15-game win streak alive during that awesome 97 season. John Stockton had a double-double. Carl Malone added 20. Here's Stockton and Malone on what it was like to play with each other. He came from a small school. I came from a small school, and we had the same goals. It's nice to experience those things with a good friend that you put your whole life into. We, we won and lost a lot of games together. Our style of play, no, it's not flashy at all, but it works. Carmelone, John Stockton, they built the tradition in this house. As guys lead it here 40-34. to 34. As we went to break, Rod, an incredible alley-oop to Lowry Markinen, who at full speed and rising up caught it with one hand and dunked. How hard is that? Well, just tell me how difficult that is because you're going full speed. Then, then you got to find the lob path and catch it with one hand. And once you're up there, now you got to find the rim. Chris Dunn travels in the lane. I guess that's why there's great athletes in this Yeah, game. I mean, at 7 feet 240, it's just incredible. By the way, that day in history, fun to hear Carl there, brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful of it. Jazz 40, Blazers 37, Cam Reddish has scored 7 straight. Sheldon, sharp, inside to Reddish, right-hand floater, good. Well, I'm going to steal a line from the great Vin Scully in one of his last broadcasts he ever did. He was talking about a picture for the Giants. And he said, kind of like a curly-haired kid, little girl in third grade. When she's good, she's good. When she's bad, she's bad. And that's Cam Reddish. When Cam Reddish is good, he's good. And when he's bad, he's bad. And Reddish drives the lane here and throws it away for a turnover. So a little bit like the curly-haired girl in third grade. It might have been a curly-haired redhead, if I remember correctly. Only the great Vin Scully could pull that out. 40-36, to 36, Jazz by four. Left-hand drive by Chris Dunn. Passes deflected high in the air. Toscana Anderson jumps to catch it. Now puts it on the deck and clears some space. Jazz re-space. Toscana Anderson breaks the paint. Goes over the top of the defender. And that's an offensive foul. Jazz have Juzang, Dunn, Toscana Anderson, Markin, and Azubuke on the floor. So other than Lowry, not really many guys you want to have playing one-on-one. So the ball's got to move, and they got to get in transition. Got to run good routes, set good picks, make the teammates better. Zone defense again by the Jazz. Archie Diakino gets in the middle of it, twirls around with no intention of shooting, but nobody guards him. So he finally does and misses from eight feet out and then trips Chris Dunn. Now this should be a transition take foul. This has got to be a transition take foul. No play on the ball, in the backcourt, Tripped him with a foot. I, I'm not going to lose it like I did the other night, but is there, Ron, what else? This is a transition take foul. Like, this rule has gone by the wayside to, it doesn't rep, represent anything of what it used to mean. He literally put his, stuck his foot out and tripped Chris Dunn coming to the front court. Dunn, 12-foot floater, too hard off the glass, little out of his range. Rebound. Sharp comes into the front court. Finds Lillard. Taps it out to the wing. Back up top to Nurkic, who's trailing. He'll take his third three of the night and miss it badly. Left wing marking. Lowry leads the Jazz this year in scoring at 25 again. Lob up to Doka. He can't control it. It's too high, and he tips it away. 40 to 36. Jazz have gone cold offensively with this unit as Lillard drives. Fouled by Juzang and scores. 
Let's go back to Alex Jensen before the game and Dane Lillard's tendencies. Tendencies are he just likes a rhythm dribble to his left, especially three. You know, he comes off a pick and roll, we're back, we get disconnected and just has a rhythm up three. He's been doubled and blitzed so much, he looked to get off of it, but you know, he, he has an inclination to want to score, so he'll look to attack it. But I think one of his big tendencies if he doesn't have an open shot, he's really good at drawing fouls, like the pull through, like if you get your hand in. So we showed our guys clips of that, don't foul him. And then when he drives in, he just jump into you and you know get one of the star calls. 7-0 run by the Blazers. Reddish and Lillard doing the damage right now. Juzang, right side to Scott Anderson. Hessler out in the corner. Dribbles to the elbow. Resets to Scott Anderson. They play pick and roll. Scott Anderson puts up the right-hand shot from eight feet out. It sits on the cup and falls in. 42-39. Utah by three over the Blazers. Blazers are in black uniforms with a teal green side with a stripe across the front. Left side, Lillard. Driving, cut off nicely by Descon Anderson. Lillard wiggles, loses the ball. Picked up by Nurkic, who goes into Kessler, draws the foul, and finishes. And a technical foul has been called on Dame Lillard by J.B. DeRosa. The marketing will shoot the free throw. Kessler picks up his first foul of the night. Jazz offense is a little quiet here after a brilliant first quarter. In the second quarter, the Jazz, after shooting a high percentage and not turning it over in the first quarter, have now committed as many turnovers here in the second quarter as they did all of the first quarter. And we asked Will Hardy before the game why this team's offense has been so much better. Let's hear what he had to say. The biggest thing is we haven't been turning the ball over as much lately. We've generated more shots at the rim in the last five games, which we've been trying to be, in, be intentional about, like our spacing and how we're playing to try to get on the rim a little bit more. And then, you know, as usual, we haven't shot as many threes in the last five games, but we've shot a much better percentage. So there is some of it tends to be like the three ball can have a lot of impact on your offense. But the biggest takeaway for sure is we've cut down our turnovers. Four of them here in the opening four minutes and 19 seconds of the quarter would not be what he was looking for. It's a one-point game now, 43-42. Utah leading the Blazers by one. Horton Tucker's back in the game. He works off a Kessler pick with a right-hand dribble. Jump stops in the lane. Floats up a right-hander, no good. Nurkic is defending the rim, and the Jazz are throwing up a lot of floaters. Lillard coast-to-coast to the rim, misses. Tipped around, followed clear by Markin. Lowry brings it to the front court. Now Horton Tucker talked to Taylor before the game about how much he's been playing the point guard. He fires the three on the right side. It's off the back rim. No good. He's been shooting the three better at 33%. Driving to the basket. Marking and defending. Great defense. Forces Watford to miss. Rebound Kessler. Jazz in transition again. Marking through the lane. Slides by Nurkic. Lays it up and in. Jazz... 20 transition possessions in four of the last six games. And it looks like they have about seven or eight already tonight. Nurkic out to Watford, not a shooter. Lillard is. He penetrates. Watford, he'll take the three this time and hit it. Well, they're playing fast enough, I think. 
And we're tied at 45. They can get the kind of shots that they want. Jazz have seven transition possessions already tonight. This is a half court set. Market and flares out. Three ball rattles around, comes out. Tipped by Kessler, but out of bounds to the guy in the blue hat in the front row. Saying to his girl next to him, I, I mean, I could have made that play. I just, well, I just saw a seven foot tall man running right at me, so I ducked. Seems like a reasonable decision. Well, I think he was thinking about taking the charge. And then the girl puts her hand on the lap of the guy next to him. No, <laughs> just kidding. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm done with you. I'm going to this guy instead, because you ducked. I now know how you'll protect me in crisis. Here comes the drive by Strike. Oh, my Horton That's going to be three. Taylor was in foul trouble the other night. He was lamenting that in our pregame conversation. Taylor said he's just never played with the ball this much in his hands before. And I asked him, what's been the hardest thing about it? You know what he said, Ron? When to not score. When to play not to score. And I said, well, can you, when do you have to determine that? Because you can't predetermine it before a possession. He's like, I. You know, if I've shot two th straight possessions, I kind of know. But if I decide I'm not going to shoot a possession, it'll take away my aggressiveness, and that's my strength. Makes sense. But yeah. at least he's thinking. About Here's it. an interesting one. Horton Tucker stays in the game with three fouls. Inside to Watford. Directing traffic with his braids. He gives to Lillard, who penetrates. Reverse side. Kessler's right with him. Alters the shot and misses. Rebound to a Linux. Kelly, almost had a triple-double the other night, penetrates, dives into the defender, misses the shot, rebound comes down to Portland. Jazz have been a brilliant offensive rebounding team, but not so much tonight. Driving and going coast-to-coast coast is Sharp plus the foul, and the Blazers taking the lead, 47-45. And Will Hardy's going to take a timeout. Jazz have just four offensive rebounds tonight. They have not been able to get those extra possessions. They, in turn, trail 47-45 on a 15-5 Blazer run with 5.46 left in the second quarter. This is a Utah Jazz play for more player profile. Plus the foul. Will Trubshaw here with your play for more Jazz player profile. Well, it's a question that probably doesn't have any wrong answers, but for California native Juan Toscano Anderson, it was a no-brainer when we asked him which game he would go to if he could go to any game in NBA history. If I could be courtside at any game in NBA history, it would probably be the game with Kobe went for 81. How could you pick any other game? Juan Toscano Anderson, it's fun to watch him. That was an instinctual coach. You see him in practices doing things. Back to get a little insight on him. That's brought to you by Smith's Food and Drugs. Here's Horton Tucker. Left side to Abaji. Drives. Gets caught inside. Gives to Kessler. Goes up a first side block by Nurkic. 47-45. Blazers. Fast break. Sharp off the parachute. Lingers down to the rim. Catches and dunks on an alley-oop. My goodness. And the Jazz are down four. And a foul off the ball as Kelly Olenek gets pushed. Jazz fans go on a saving run with Smith's Boost membership. You'll enjoy double fuel points, free delivery, and more. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost for details. Smith's official grocery store of the Utah Jazz. Inbound to Kessler. Hard to get it to him. Not a very good quarter here for the Jazz. Nope. They've slowed down and begun to turn the ball over. Fontecchia. 
pull up free throw line jumper for I believe his first shot of the night and he hits. Maybe the first scouting report on Simone because he went seven minutes there. Actually his second shot attempt. And he's been super quiet. 49-47, Jazz by, trail by two. Here's Lillard, he's got nine on three of eight shooters. Inside to Nurkic, out to Sharp. Sharp bounces back to Nurkic, hands to Lillard. Double team into Nurkic, free throw line, jump shot is good. Alex Jensen said they're fine with that. We'll let you hear Alex in a second. Here's Fontecchio, firing again, way off line to the left. Still not shooting a very good percentage on the season. 51-47. Jazz down by four with 4.19 left in the second quarter. It's Nurkic on the right block. Bumping and backing his right shoulder. His powerful body on Kessler only to have a shot blocked by Walker. He lined him up, had him right where he wanted. Little did he know the sheriff was in town. Olenek for a three is an air ball. Sometimes you spill the paint when you're an artist. Kelly's not in a rhythm yet tonight. Jazz down 51-47, as Ron was saying. Jazz are 6 of 15 in the quarter. They started 4 of 6, I believe, and are 2 of their last 9, plus 4 turnovers. Lillard dives into Toscana, er, into Horton Tucker. Is it before the shot? If it's not, it'll be free throws. Team foul on the Jazz is their fifth, so Lillard astutely knowing they were in the bonus. Here's what Alex Jensen said about the game plan against Lillard and the Blazers. Make everybody else score and make plays. So we'll start off blitzing him, and you know he'll get off of it. Nurkic will get out quick, so he'll hit Nurkic on the roll right there, the half roll, which is fine. Make him, if he shoots, he scores 20 points making floaters from eight feet, that's fine. We'll have a good chance of winning or making him make the read and the pass. So that's the key, makes everybody else besides him make plays and score. So far, that has not worked. As Nurkic has 13 points and three assists, and the Blazers are on a 11-2 run. It's 53-47 Portland. Blaring out to the wings, Fontecchio, finding Markinen on a tight baseline cut, comes up the reverse side with a right-hand finish off the glass. I'm surprised that pass got through. And I'm surprised Lowry was able to finish. Lillard drives into the middle of the body of Markinen, puts Markin on the ground, and gets two more free throws. Lowry literally gets up and says, what did I do? Limping a little bit out of that one. This is what Lillard did in that 60-point ball wow, game. That was, ow, that's a scary hit on the right knee of Lowry Markinen right there. That was knee to knee to the inside of Lowry's right knee, and he continues to bend it. That did not look great. Free throw from Lowry, or from Lillard is good, and Lowry continues to walk around bending that right knee. That did not look very good, I'll be real honest. I'll be interested to see if Lowry finishes the final 335 here. Jogging down, he's kind of taking an extended stride trying to see if he can get it going. He now cuts to the basketball, catches, puts it on the deck to the left, wiggles into the lane, goes up and puts it off the glass and in. My goodness. Seven foot tall with a right-hand drive back to his Euro step and finish. That's pretty special. In the lane, Watford floats one up and in. Blazers are shooting 46%. Here's Abaji on the push to the basket. Blocked 
by Watford off the shoulder of Abaji out of bounds. Transition for the Jazz, but no dividend. Once, David, they, they, they pass out of that double kick, I mean, the double... Double the doubling, yeah. They're just eating the Jazz up because they're getting the ball in the middle of the floor. Here's an example right here. He goes to Nurkic in the middle of the floor. He tries to go up against Kessler. Pump fakes him and lays it in. Walker frustrated that he bought the pump fake. Jazz are playing without a point guard right now. It's Ochai Abaji running the show. 27-9 run by the Blazers. Fontecchio around a curl, fakes the pass, gives out to Abaji in the corners of Linux. Linux drives, two guys on him, steps through the two, misses. Offensive rebound, Kessler. Lobs it over the top of the defense to the corner to Fontecchio. He penetrates, floats up a right-hander, it's no good. Jazz suddenly cannot make a shot, nor can they get a very good one. Fast break. Blazers try to save it. Watford was not in the front court when he catches it. They don't call over in the back. Backside out to Lillard. Jazz bring the double in the middle of the floor to Watford. Uncontested layup down the middle of the lane. Jazz defense falling apart. They're down 10. 61-51. Right wing Abaji drives, attacks Nurkic, goes to dunk, misses. Linux saves it to Kessler. Back out to Marketing. One dribble to his left off a Kessler pick short. Long rebound Lillard. Push ahead. Nobody's back. Slam dunk. Jazz are getting run. 63-51. 8 run. Technical foul, Will Hardy. And this is the second technical foul called tonight by the same official. David Guthrie. Played minor league baseball to David Guthrie before he became an NBA official. And that'll send Dane to the line. Jasmine outscored 34, now 35-17 this quarter. Jazz are 8 of 23 shooting, 0 of 6 and 3, have taken just one free throw and have, well, they took a turnover away. They now only have three turnovers. They used to have four. Daniel Lillard now with 15. One field goal here in the second quarter. Everything else has come from the free throw line. Jazz throw away the inbound pass. Linux with a turnover. Jazz down 13 to the Blazers. have lost six straight. Lillard. Off a Nurkic pick. Drives, hangs, flares it out. Bible, top to Watford. Jump stop in the lane, floats it up and in from eight out. The other guys are all making plays tonight. Watford's got himself 11. Nurkic 15, Sharp 12, and the Jazz are down 15. Marketing, three from the angle left, good. Lowry's got 23 in the first half tonight for the Jazz. That's a pure three. Sense of perfection. Pura. Not the scoring the Jazz. The Jazz are putting some points on the board. Jazz are not getting a stop right now. Inside, Watford. Possibility of scent, by the way. Pura three. Fontecchio driving off the glass. No good. Fontecchio does not seem to be back in rhythm. He's suddenly one for five tonight. Lillard for three, swirls out, body got fouled. You heard him yell, and one. 28 seconds left in the quarter. Lillard was going two for one there. Separations, five seconds between shot clock and game clock. Marketing with 23 in the first half, and we hardly blink anymore. He's in a runner's lunge. He has a right-hand dribble and a foul called 
as Markinen went down hard, driving, but the foul was earlier. It's funny, when Lowry dropped 20 and a half earlier in this year, we'd go crazy. Now he goes through a night where we're just kind of whole humming it. Still pretty remarkable. Holding his wrist. That fell hard on that this time. His left wrist has been giving him problems for some time now. Is that the wrist he was working on? That's been a problem for a while now. Bandaged up often as he's leaving games and in the locker room. Kessler catches the inbound with 11 seconds left. Hands to Linick. He checks the clock. It says 10. Linick drives, loses the ball because he was fouled. And Kelly will get free throws with 5.7 seconds left in the quarter, in which the Jazz trail to the Blazers who've lost six in a row, 68 to 54. This year, Lowry Markkinen, by the way, now has scored 20 or more. His high points in any half is 60 is 26. His high for a first half, by the way, is 24, so he's right close. Scored 20 or more 15 times now in a half. Lillard exploding to the lane. Floaters way wild and no good. But a brilliant second quarter by the Portland Trailblazers as they slice apart the Utah Jazz. 68-56 is the score at the half here in Salt Lake City. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. The players are back on the floor. And he rocks the catball! The horn is sounding, and the second half is ready to bring more non-stop NBA basketball. That's the 10, lays it up and in. Back to David Locke and the legend, Ron Boone. And the Jazz have a second half comeback in them. They trail by 12 as we open. Abaji, right corner three off a tail and Orton Tucker give. A great look, but it doesn't fall. Rod, what is it going to take for the Jazz to come back and get this it, one? It's got to be on the defensive end. I don't think the Jazz have had a ton of problems scoring. They've just been giving up shots like that that just missed it. And the Bayers shot 62% in that second quarter. Watford misses that one. Horton Tucker. Trying to lob into the post to Kessler. High, low lob. It's knocked away by Lillard out of bounds. Actually went off Kessler's head out of bounds. So a turnover by the Jazz. Second half comebacks of 10 points or more. Not an easy thing in this league. Would seem like it would be easier with the amount of three-point shooting and all the rest. But teams that are... Trail by 10 or more in the half as Lillard misses a three. Are 165 and 856, Ron. 165 teams that lead by 10 or more at the half win 88% of the time. That is remarkable considering a 10-point lead is nothing in this league. Down low, marketing to hand hammer. Jazz have trailed by 10 at the half 32 times this year. In the, in the second half, 32 times this year. And right now, the Blazers aren't doing anything that's keeping the Jazz from scoring. 
Right side three by Sharp is up and in. Sharp, third three. 70 to 58, Jazz down by 12. Make guys other than Lillard beat you, and so far they have. Abaji drives, but he split step to start his movement to travel. 10.25 left in the first third quarter here. Lillard has a pick waiting on each side. He goes left, kicks to the corner. It's a three, and it's good. Boy, that is a tough play. That's Bible. They bring two picks up to the top for Lillard. He gets to pick which side, and they have each corner filled. There's just not a lot you can do defensively there. And an illegal defense called by on the Blazers. Jazz are down 15. We haven't seen this a lot this year. Lillard just does not score for this team. He does a lot of things well. Seven assists. He and the reason for that, the teams have to pay so much attention to him. And he's a willing passer. Well, he seemed to come out very willing to pass tonight. The feeling might have been that the way with a scoring title around there, third in the league in scoring, maybe he was going to come and try to put up a big number against Utah again. But that does not seem to be the case tonight. I watched one ball game, and I think it was against the Clippers, where he just seemed so frustrated. And the drive to the basket, Horton Tucker, contact, shot, finish, and a foul. Kalen Horton Tucker. You know, it's tribute to the Jazz run. They have very, very rarely been down by 15, as they were a moment ago in the third quarter of games. In fact, it's only happened to them 12 times this year. The teams, the best teams in the league, Denver, Milwaukee, they're the only teams with single digits that have been down by 15 less than 10 times. Jazz have only been down by 12. The Jazz have not come back to win any of them, however, as Lillard walks down the lane for an easy layup. So the Jazz are trying to do something tonight they have not done on any night all season. And they trail it 75-62. Horton Tucker comes off a Kessler pick. They go under. He'll fire the three and make it. That brings the Jazz to within 10 as Lillard prances to the front court. You know, that time they top-blocked Marketing and gave Tucker a chance to get a three-point shot. Lillard at the top. Kessler retreating. Lillard going to his left, pulling for three. That's his preferred vaunted route and he nails it 13 point lead horton tucker penetrates walker kessler in the lane spinning four foot hook shot up and in fun game here the blazers have lost six in a row trying to regain their footing jazz trying to get to 500 watford working inside on a linux puts up a right hand shot and scores it watford undrafted out of LSU, having one of the better nights of his career. He has 15. He got the start tonight. As Simons and Grant are both out. Kessler powers through Nurkic. Draws the contact. Left hand finishes good. And Nurkic is on the ground. And Kessler's done the damage. And he'll get a foul and a free throw along with that bucket. Great move here by Kessler. Left hand. Taking the pump. So Nurkic is taking his time either for drama or to guard his senses. 
with, with a guy with clown shoes on. It's hard to tell whether he's really serious. The orange neon shoe on one foot with blue shoelaces, and the right, the left shoe is blue with orange shoelaces. But he seems to be very discombobulated from that shot to the jaw. Kessler's free throw, no good. Walker 0 for 3 from the line tonight. Lillard penetrating to the lane, kicks to the corner. Thibel for three, no good. Rebound, loose, Horton Tucker has it. To the front court with the wristband up his left forearm. He pulls for three, it swirls out. And Nurkic rebounds for the Blazers, who lead by 11 with 8-10 left in the third. Lillard, accelerating, drives right into market and retreats. Gives it up. Nurkic sets his feet for a three right side pin. Boy, they got the Jazz scrambling defensively. And the looks that they're getting is just... It is hard to just double-team someone in this league. The other players in this league have gotten too good. Markin, big steps in the lane. Takes the contact chest-to-chest chest with Nurkic. Swipes the right hand around the outside of him. Lays it up and in. 28 for Lowry Markin and now. High pick. Lillard to his left as he prefers. Out to Watford. Turns the corner to the rim. Blocked by Kessler. Markin and clears. Behind the back dribble by Markin. Has to go back to get it. Finds towards Tucker. To the corner of Linnett. Quick release three. Never got higher than the rim. Rebound out to Sharp. He'll pull for three in transition. Good. Jazz just lacking a bounce. And they're down 15. Lamar Skeeter said to us at the half, lacking an urgency. And they just lack a little juice right now. They trail by 15 with 7-11 left in the third quarter. Oh, boy, he goes beast mode. He's blazing. He's blistering. He's scorching. He's your Utah Jazz hot player of the game. Slams it home. Parking it pops out, has a little airspace, right wing, buries the three. He now cuts to the basketball, catches, puts it on the deck to the left, wiggles into the lane, goes up and puts it off the glass and in. My goodness. Outlet, Toscana Anderson lobs, Market in one hand, catch, full flight. And packs it. Flight marketing is airborne. The finisher. Lowry Marketing's our hot player of the night where the Jazz are not hot. They trail by 15 to Portland. Marketing for three straight down the barrel, front rimmed it. Lowry has 28 on 10 of 16 shooting. The rest of the team is six is 16 of 40. Jazz trail by 15. Two games we're watching tonight. Dallas and Golden State, Minnesota and Atlanta. We'll give you an update on Minnesota and Atlanta. Golden State, Dallas is going to be talked about for a long time. I'll explain in a moment when we have a stoppage. 86-71, Portland here leads it. Lillard double teamed up top. The Nurkic in the middle floor rotates the thigh above the break three, no good. Marking it high up with the right hand for his eighth rebound of the game. Jazz playing without a center right now. Marketing's playing center. Lob, marketing slips, jumps. Horton Tucker with the dive. So the Jazz have brought Fontecchio in for Kessler. That's a four dunk. $50 to Utah Food Bank. Brought to you by Ford Proud. 
Double team, Nurkic middle of the lane again, lobs out to Sharp, same thing almost every play. Sharp pump fakes Montecchio drives, fades back on the baseline, misses. Rebound Horton Tucker, Jazz trying to spread out Nurkic. In the transition, it's Markkinen, left corner three, good. Lowry Markkinen has 30. Odds on leader for most improved player this year. Jackson keeps this going. 10, Lillard for three. Front rimmed it, no good. Rebound Horton Tucker again. Halen on the run. Marking and trailing. Left hand drive at Nurkic. Body bump, kicks out to Olenek. Cross court pass was intercepted by Sharp. Good idea. Fontecchio was there, didn't have enough air. Lillard on the right wing. Jazz double. Spins out of it. Middle of the floor, Sharp. Sharp retreats out on marketing. Left hand drive, reaching down as Abaji, knocks it away, gets kicked to the corner, Thibel has it, shot clock's at five. I don't know that Nurkic knows, finds Lillard on a backup. To Sharp, he looks at the clock, takes the three, no good. Long rebound to Linux, and he's fouled by Sharp. Jazz have cut it to 10. So Ron, tonight, Portland, or Dallas and Golden State play. And out of a timeout, Dallas came out, and it looked as though they protected the wrong side of the court. Like, they came out not knowing which way they were going. Golden State took the ball in and laid it up and in and got an easy basket. Mark Cuban has tweeted out and said, for those wondering about the play with 154 to go in the third, let me explain. And I will tell you when we get another stoppage what happened, a foul off the ball here on Knox. Cuban says the refs called Mavs ball. The announcer announced it. Then there was a timeout. During the timeout, the Mavericks prepared for the ball, and the official changed the call and never told us. Wow. So there's then what you saw us line up as, it was as if we had our ball. He gave the ball to the Warriors, never said a word to us. They got an easy basket. And that's why that happened. The Golden State Warriors won tonight's game by the score of 127-125. Two points. Wow. Cuban has more to say. I'll share in a moment. Blazers by 10 as Markin and drives to the elbow. Stops, pulls back, and hits. My goodness, Lowry. 33 for Lowry. 35 for Lowry. I can't keep track. Lillard splits the double team, drives the lane to the cup, lays it up and in. That's special. Every time the Jazz huff and puff, Lillard answers. Horton Tucker driving in the lane, jump pass to Fontecchio, contested three, good. Simone's first three of the night, two of six shooting. 88-81, Blazers' lead is down to seven. It was 15. Seemed to have found something with Kessler on the bench. Lillard, bounce pass, kick. So Mark Cuban continues to say, they never said a word to us. Warriors got an easy basket. Crazy would matter in a two-point game. Worst officiating non-call mistake possibly in the history of the NBA. All they had to do was tell us, and they didn't. Fine coming? I don't think so. Not of what he's saying is true. Because he's right? Out of what he's saying is true. Bible drives, throws it away. Abaji hands to Dunn. Four on three break. Gay to the corner. Fontecchio for three. No good. Rebound comes down to 
Watford. Montecchio acted as though he was hit. Crowd thinks he was. Jazz are down seven. Lillard three. Back rim no good. Marking and rebound. Jazz trailed by 15 in the third for only the 13th time all year. They've yet to come back from that all season. Dunn, floater in the lane, short. Dunn played in Portland very briefly last year. Watford driving at Markin, stops, shuffles his feet, goes up with a shot, misses. Markin has 10 rebounds to go with his 35 points. Lowry, coast to coast, at seven feet, 240 pounds, off the glass, no good, he's fouled though. And Lowry's slow to get up. That left wrist continues to bother him every time he falls to the ground. It happened the other night as well. And this time he's down for an extended period of time. When guys have wanted to help him up, he does not want assistance on the left wrist. Rudy Gay helps him up only by the right hand. I'm sure he's feeling something, but a lot of times both are like wrists. They are, but that wrist has been wrapped and bothered him for some time. He's really... He's gaming it. You can see he's fiddling around with it. 35 points, 10 rebounds, and 2 assists for the most improved player in the NBA, arguably all NBA as well. Free throw from Lowry's good. The six guards seem to be pretty clear on all NBA. But what about the first forward? The centers, frankly, probably seem pretty clear too. Jokic and Bede, the first and second teamers, depending which order you put them. The idea that one of those guys has to be second team seems a bit laughable. They might change positions to avoid it. Lillard left side. Throws behind Watford. It's loose. Watford got it back. Kicks to the corner for three. No. Marking in another rebound. Jazz are within five. They trail by 15. Lowry driving. Gets punched in the faces. He's going for the ball, but he lost the ball first. Doesn't get a foul call. Here comes Watford, or Watford driving, he's fouled and finishes. Lowry tried to go with an over-the-top move, lost control of the ball on that drive. Lowry still flexing that left wrist as he fist pumps his teammates going to the bench. Lasers lead is seven, 90-83. 2.36 left here in the third quarter. The NBA is non-stop. What's trending in the NBA? 19 different starting lineups this season, and this one includes Carl Anthony Towns for the first time since late November. Here's Towns, a three ball straight away, front rim, off backboard, and in. And a fist pump for Carl Anthony Towns as he heads back down the floor. Welcome back, Cat. Towns with it, catching two, three again. Bingo! Oh, he's pumped up now. Back-to-back threes for Carl Anthony Towns in his return. That's Alan Horton, and Minnesota held on to beat Atlanta 124, 120, 125, 124. Cat at 22. DeAndre Hunter had a three with one second left, and he missed it. Sadiq Bay missed the offensive rebound tip in at the horn, or the Wolves would have won, or the Hawks would have beat the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns had the game clinching free throws as Rudy Gay misses a three here. Jazz have rallied back to within eight. Now they go to their bench. So five bench players on the floor. Only Rudy Gay was a rotation player before the trade deadline. 
Watchford flares it out to Knox. He'll take a three right side air ball. Dunn, Juzang, Fontecchio, Gay, and Azabuke. Chris Dunn, right side, Fontecchio. Back to Dunn. They're gonna have to create for each other. No creators on the floor. Rudy Gay bypasses a good look three, takes a long two instead, misses. You get a look with this five on the floor, you better take it. Yeah, absolutely. And that would have been a better shot than the one he took. Jazz down by eight. Lillard on the bench for Portland. They don't have a rock star crew out there either. A three from Watford is feeling it tonight with 18. Misses. Azabuke rebounds. Hands to Dunn. Jazz need to get in transition. Dunn skips over to Gay. High arc three. Barely nicks iron. Gay's two for five tonight. Hit two threes earlier. 91-83. Minute to play in the quarter. Blazers have lost nine, ten point third quarter leads this year. Second most of any team in the NBA. Here's a three for Reddish. Back rim, no good. Quicker to the ball are the Blazers. Watford outruns them for it. He's having quite a night. 18 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Knox travels at the top. Jazz on a nightly basis are playing nearly 100 minutes from players that were not in a rotation before the trade deadline. And somehow Will Hardy's got this team above 500 or at 500 since the trade deadline. Here's Dunn. Left hand dribble. Body bump three different times. Finally draws the foul and finishes. Chris Dunn would like to have a good night tonight. Because in his many journeys after being let go by Chicago, one of the stops was Portland, where he lasted for 14 games before they moved on as well. They signed him to a 10-day contract in March of 2022. He signed two 10-day contracts, similar to what he did with us, and then signed for the rest of the season last year. In the offseason, they did not keep him. And he played in the G League until February 22nd when the Jazz got Completes the three-point play to make it 91-86. Here's Reddish through the lane, out of control, throws it away. Because Cam Reddish is a little bit like that third-grade curly-haired Red girl. Red-headed girl. When he's good, he's good. And when he's bad, he's bad. You had to be listening earlier. 91-86. 17 seconds left. Shot clock is dormant. Chris Dunn waiting for a pick. Doesn't get it. Just goes to work. One-on-one. Not his forte. Eight-foot floater. Pops out and goes back in. Nice play by Chris Dunn. Here's Archie Diacono. Three-point shot at the horn. No. And the Jazz have whittled their way down from down 15 on a 19-8 run to have it within three at 91-88 as we head to the fourth. Three, two, Right corner three. Wow! 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting at. And the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend Ron Boo. All right, fourth quarter. Jazz and the king of close games this year. Let's see if they got another one. 
They trailed by as many as 15. They haven't come back to win a game down 15 in the second half all season. They trail by three here. Sharp makes a tight curl to right-hand floater, misses a Linux rebound. Can the Jazz get out in transition in the third quarter and get the offense going? It's not going yet tonight. The defense improved greatly in the third. As Dunn gets a handoff from Linux, spins in the lane, floats the right-hander up and in. Chris Dunn having a subtle revenge game against the Blazers. 91-90, Jazz have got it back to one. Reddish in the lane, nowhere to go, floats it up and in. Reddish has 11 in 16 minutes. Chris Dunn scored six straight for the Jazz. Olenek turns the corner, drives, hangs off balance, nussles it off the glass and in. Kelly Olenek with its first field goal of the night. What's that dribble handoff, fake dribble handoff anyway, that he does from time to time, he gets a lot out of it. This time he gets a chance for a three-point play. Here's what Will Hardy said about Kelly before the game. Integral piece of our team this season, and he really hasn't been talked about much at all. Lowry's had an incredible season. Walker has had a great rookie year. Ochai's come on as of late. Jordan seems to gather a lot of attention no matter what room he's in. Kelly has been an unsung hero for us this year. One, because of his you know consistent ability to be available, and then he does all those little things. Like he's somebody that we can plug into a lot of different spots on the offensive end. We've done a bunch of different things with him defensively. We've put him on fives. We've put him on wings. He's been huge for us. Here, Nurkic works in on Azubuke and draws a foul. Game's tied now at 93. Jazz led by 10 early. They led by 5 at the end of 1. Nurkic misses the free throw. That means Chick-fil-A is a possibility. Jazz got outscored 39-22 to 22 in the second. And the outscored that 32-23 in the third. Nurkic makes the free throw. Croatian crush to your chicken. Alliteration. Kept track on how many times that has happened this year. Very high second free throw percentage. Done. Beautiful crossover in the lane. Draws the contact and foul. Kevin Knox with another foul. Kevin Knox acts like Tim Duncan every time he gets called with a foul. The difference is Tim Duncan, one of the five greatest players in the history of the game, so it seems okay. All the same. How about that group of players that Walker Kessler has joined? With most guys with five block shots in a game as a rookie. Tim Duncan, Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning, the greatest defensive players of the generations. Free throw by Dunn, ties us at 94. Jazz looking for their first lead. Since the Blazers took control of this game in the third quarter. Blazers actually took control in the second quarter, but they don't get it as Dunn misses the free throw. Blazers scored 68 points in the first half and led this game 68-56 at the half. Here's Sharp on the far side, guarded tightly by Toscana Anderson. Kicks to Knox. Right side three is good for Kevin Knox. Blazers go back up by three, 97-94. We've only had three ties. We've only had two lead changes. Zone defense from Portland. They play at 11% of the time, the second most of any team in the league. Toscana Anderson's not a shooter. Tries to put it on the deck, gets it stripped. Fast break, give and go, and Olenek commits a foul on Reddish, and they call this a transition take foul. Derek Richardson, if he made the call, 
is in his 26th season and incomprehensibly has called one playoff game in his entire career. That one might have actually been close to a transition takeoff. All, right, all you got to do is go for the ball, right? And he made a half-hearted effort for the ball. Man. That's far more of a transition take foul than the call the other night against the Jets. Earlier tonight, Archie Diakono tripped Chris Dunn as he moved into the front court. They didn't call it. 98-94. Blazers by four. Nurkic working in the post. He's their second leading available scorer. Working on Ozabu getting a foul on Dopin. Walker Kessler was not particularly impactful tonight. The game changed for the Jazz when they went to marketing at center. Markkinen has really carried the load tonight. He has 37. Chris Dunn has 10. None of the other Zions Bank starters. And the Jazz are in double digits. Zions Bank, official bank of the Utah Jazz. Crowd on their feet as Nurkic misses the first free throw and makes the second. And then hits himself on the side of his right hip like he's a jockey working a horse. 99-94, Blazers on a 5-0 run. Chris Dunn. Off an Azabuke pick, flares out to Olenek. He attacks, swings through, foul, can't finish, gets free throw. Kelly Olenek has been the most adaptable player on this roster this year. Changing from one role to another based on the night since the trades. He's averaging 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Makes the free throw while shooting a remarkable... 52% from the floor and 41% from three, which is probably part of the reason why Will Hardy says he's the unsung hero of this team. Also about 63% there from the down in the paint with, with those Captain May I slow moves. 99. You played Captain May I? I played Mother May I. Mother May I. Tells us about the difference <laughs> in our lives. 99-96, Blazers by three. Zone defense again from the Jazz. It's not been particularly effective tonight. Frankly, it wasn't as effective against Sacramento either. Top Nurkic for a three as Kessler doesn't close. Rebounds no good. Olenek rebounds. Jazz looking to tie. This is the fourth time tonight. Olenek, ball fakes the three, fakes the pass, tries to lob it in the lane, turns it over. There's the artist. Knox, dunk. Sometimes Kelly just wants to do a little too much. He had an open three, which is probably what they would have preferred. Juzang, left side, Olenek, ball fakes again. Back out to Dunn, zip code three, back rimmed it. Long rebound, Olenek, steps to the lane, out to Toscan Anderson, ball fakes, gives back to Kelly. Deep three, no good. Rebound, sharp, and he falls to the ground, foul on Toscan Anderson. Blazers, 8.43 left in the fourth. I got to tell you, the job that Will Hardy is doing with this team is just incredible to me. It's really remarkable that this team is 8-8 since they traded Mike Conley, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. They lost four rotation players. As 
Archie Diacono hits a three to put the Blazers up by eight with 8.30 left in the fourth. A 10-2 run since the game was tied. So Scott Anderson, who just won't shoot a three, open, doesn't take it, he's unguarded. Top to Olenek, hands to Abaji. Double team, players back to Olenek, to Dunn. Dunn fakes the pass, works the lane, right hand push shot, no good, rebound, Portland. Olenek's one of six tonight, seems reluctant to shoot. So Scott Anderson doesn't shoot, Dunn doesn't either. Super hard to get a look right now on the floor. Nurkic, hands it off to Archie Diakono. He'll take it back to back three, missed this one. Kessler rebounds, just his fifth of the night. Dunn, left hand drive, spinning into Nurkic. Floater good, nice play by Chris Dunn. Dunn's got 12 points tonight. Only one of two Jazz players in double figures. Marketing gets up, Lillard gets up there as well. Don't want to necessarily be trailing when Dane comes back in, but no choice probably at this point. His sharp tries a deep three, the long rebound. Nice job by Toscan Anderson. Outlet to Dunn, has a Baji, doesn't get it to him, instead draws the foul. Not he, sure if that angle was good enough to, to throw that lob pass. And really, if you're not certain, you probably should do exactly what Chris Dunn did, which is draw the foul and go to the line. From our angle, it was clear Abaji was open for a dunk in a lob. Dunn never got off the lob. It what didn't look selfish. It looked much more of the speed by which they were moving. There was no way to make that calculation. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Well, another clutch night, it looks like. We might be heading toward our 47th of the season. Just incredible. 7.22 left. Jazz have cut it to five. And Will Hardy has been just tremendous in late game coaching this year. Dunn makes the free throws. He's a second half player. He usually comes to life and does a lot of things well. In the Jazz break down defensively in the zone and Knox gets a wide open layup. Jazz zone has not been nearly as effective tonight. And I thought Kessler was up just a little bit too high on that play. Abaji. Back to Dunn, now reset to Baji, left-hand dribble into the lane, tries to lob it to traffic to Kessler, who gets it blocked by Nurkic. Driving to the basket, sharp, fouled by Marketing. Walker's trying to find some juice tonight. He has been rather feckless on the floor. Portland 106, Utah 100, 648 left in the fourth here in Salt Lake. Three, two, one. Utah Jazz game summary. Chicago, left-hand dribble by Marketing to Rudy Gay. He'll fire from the left wing, and it'll be good. As Abaji takes a deep three over the outstretched arms of Cam Reddish. Scores, rotates it back out to Abaji. Lob high to Kessler. Dunks. That was nifty. It came from about seven feet out. That is your American First game summary with the Jazz trailing at 106 to 100. Brought to you by America First. Jazz Trail this, led this game 34-24, 10-point lead. They then fell behind by 15 in the third quarter. Worked their way back to tie it, but since then the Blazers have regained control and now lead it 107-100. to 100. 
Tonight's game summary brought to you by America First, the official credit union of Utah Jazz. The exclusive Jazz Visa debit card is the perfect way to pay to show your team spirit with every dip, tap, or swipe. Get yours today at America First and AmericaFirst.com. Jazz are back down eight with 6.47 to play. Dunn, Abaji, Horton, Tucker, Linick, and Markin into close. Walker just hasn't had it tonight. Right side Markin, three over Watford, too long. Lowry's got 37, Dunn has 14, nobody else in double figures. The exact opposite for the Blazers. Lillard has just 21, but he's got four other guys in doubles. And Watford's one of them. He catches in the lane, he's fouled and finishes. And Watford's having a career night of 20. Brendan Watford, undrafted out of LSU. Getting the start because Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons are both out. This free throw's good, and the Jazz suddenly trail by 11. 7-0 run by the Blazers. Had a chance to take the lead. Dunn misses the free throw, and it's been all Blazers since. Horton Tucker. Top to marketing. They bring a double and steal it. Jazz really just don't have it right now. 17 to 6 run by the Blazers. A 7 0 on the short term. Lillard going to his left, his preferred side, hesitates, gets to the cup, lays it up and in. 113 100. Blazers have lost six straight coming in. Marketing drives the baseline, spins, powers up and scores it. Lowry marketing with 39 tonight. Archie Diakono. Right corner knocks. Three no good. Sharp flies above the Jazz defense while they observe he dunks. Ouch. Horton Tucker powering in the lane. Lays it up and in. Lowry with 39, he's had 40 twice this year. The 49 against Houston, the 43 against Oklahoma City. Archie Diakono at the top, right side Lillard, Jazz double, pass inside kick. They've sliced up the zone tonight, it'll be interesting to see the final number. Once you break the paint and get the ball in the middle of the floor, 1-3-1 one, one zone by the Jazz. Bounce pass trying to get the slight sliding sharp. Intercepted by Olenek. Dunn to the basket. Corkscrews and foul at the rim. So Dunn will go to the line with the Jazz down 11 with 4.43 to play in the fourth. In a season of exciting wins and stunning wins, this would be a really disappointing loss with the playoff hopes there and needing probably six wins the remainder of the way to secure a playoff spot there aren't a lot of natural wins on a Jazz very difficult schedule which includes the red hot Milwaukee Bucks on Friday the Sacramento Kings on Saturday the Phoenix Suns on Monday Dunn splits the free throws again Jazz have been bad at the line tonight as well remember couple of times this year where the Jazz had an opportunity to go to a 500 record. And they lose. Have a chance tonight. They're down 10. And they're now down 13 as Sharp hits a three. And as 
Alex Jensen said the game plan was to make other people other than Lillard make plays, and they have done Whoa. that. Oh, geez. Archie Diacono spins Lowry Markkinen in the air. He falls hard on his left side. That's the wrist that's been bothering him, and he is down. Markkinen with a hard drive, and he fell hard on the left wrist again. And Archie Diacono spun him around, and he'll be done for the night. I'll be stunned if this is not a flagrant two. Jamal walks out, our trainer. He may have hit his head on the on the back support. He there is as holding well. that wrist. Ruling on the floor is a defensive foul on Archie Diacono. The play will now be reviewed to see if it possibly meets the criteria for a flagrant foul. Uh, I think it'll be reviewed to see if it's a flagrant one or a flagrant two. I'm certainly biased on this one, watching our best player go down to the ground hard, holding that left wrist. He was spun in the air there as well. He was grabbed around the arm and spun, and then fell on the left wrist and screamed in agony the minute he did. His head barely misses the back. But you watch him. He puts that hand down and immediately is screaming in pain. We've been talking about it all night. That left hand has been bothering Lowry on his route to 39 points, 11 rebounds, and two assists. How about that, Rob? Yeah. While playing in noticeable pain all night long. The thing is, Archie Diacono just didn't let go. The initial foul is a little suspect across the arms. Lowry is in a lot of pain in that TV shot as he slides into the basket. Backstand. He does not hit his head. Here we go. After replay review, the play's upgraded to a penalty one for the hard impact and the follow-through. The not letting go is the follow-through that David Guthrie just talked about there. The initial action is a basketball play, so I think that's why it was not a flagrant two. And he's up off the bench. Interested to see I thought maybe Lowry might shoot the free throws and the Jazz would commit a foul and get him out of the game. But there's nobody at the scorer's table to do that. So whatever this left wrist is that has been bothering Lowry all day, it's not new. We've mentioned that. We've seen him with it wrapped before. He is still holding, flexing, and bending it right now as he waits at the free throw line. He catches the ball only with his right hand. He dribbles. Uses the left hand as the guide hand and now has 40 points for the third time this season. Well, the Jazz wanted somebody else other than Lillard to beat them. And the game was tied at 94, and since then, it's a 24 to 12 run. And Sheldon Sharp, Jaden Sharp, and Kevin Knox have 15 of those 24 points for the Blazers. So these youngsters have answered and knocks on a still trying to find his footing in the NBA after failing as the ninth pick with the Knicks. Marketing, driving, swinging through to the rack, gets his shot blocked. That was an aggressive, feisty move from Lowry. 118-106. Lillard driving, Dunn reaches in and fouls him. He 
being fouled in both with the left hand pushing on his side as well as his right hand on a reaching. Abaji actually knocked the ball away. So Lillard has been relatively quiet other than the 12 assists tonight. And he knows the Jazz are in foul trouble. He can get to the free throw line, so now he puts the ball on the floor and drives to the basket. When he scored 60 in that second half, that's exactly what he did. Went to the free throw line, the second half. 119-106. Blazers usually have got to score 115 or more to win, and they've done that tonight. Jazz are going to go over there. Arp is 110 here, certainly. 111. Marketing. Ball fakes a three. Puts the left-hand dribble on the deck. Now brings it back out to a limit. Kelly ball fakes. Drives to the basket and scores. Watford literally wrapped his hands around his back held them behind him, and then body-chested Olenek on the drive and got called for the foul. That's the worst defense I've ever seen. I mean, really, Rod, have you ever seen a player do that? He literally grabbed his hands behind his back, body-chested up on him, committing a foul, and then had no hands anywhere to alter his shot in any manner as Olenek completes the three-point play, and the Blazers still lead this by 11. Kelly's got himself a double-double. Zone defense for the Jazz again. Right side, Lillard. Lillard drives, tries to pass across the lane. It goes off the thigh of Markin and out of bounds. Lakers trying to go 3-1 and one against the Jazz this season. After the Jazz swept the series last year. 120-109, to 109 Blazers. When we look back at how the Jazz, if they don't make the playoffs, Lillard three, no good, rebound Martin. There are a lot of losses to teams that you'd be surprised by. That's probably representative of who we are. Market in mid-block right. Bumps, backs, triple team, out to Olenek, rotates to Horton Tucker, left corner, Baji is covered in foul. Jazz have been all right against above 500 teams. I believe 21 and 23 on the season, which makes them about the exact same against below 500 teams this year. Yeah, considering the Jazz have won 35 games. And Abaji tells Shorty, the free throw to get in. Actually, it's probably Taylor Horton Tucker. Because Taylor Horton Tucker calls all shots that are short shorties. Ron and I know that. Yeah. Free throws no good by Abaji. Timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well. Blazers 120, Jazz 109 here in the fourth quarter with 309 left. That kid is on fire on catch and shoot threes right now. The upcoming schedule is brought to you by the University of Utah Health. The Utah Jazz next opponent. The Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis left of the lane. Giannis drives in on Looney. He powers right through him and lays it in with a finger roll. Middleton's on the left wing. He's defended by Wiggins. Crosses over on Wiggins. Now he's going to hoist up a three. Had a hand in his face, but it was Nomad. With the right hand, he picks up the double team. Passes out of it. It sets up an open three on the Portis pass to Grayson Allen. A holiday step back three. Yes, sir. He'll feed to Giannis. Giannis, a little hesitation. Gives to Portis, who flushes it through. That's our next opponent, Joe Ingles, Jay Crowder, Vince LaGarza all coming to town. 
Our buddy Vince. Milwaukee beat San Antonio 130-94 tonight. They'll be rested. 24 minutes tonight. Giannis had 31 and 14. That's brought to you by University of Utah Health. Give the same care the Jazz get at universityutahhealth.org. Jazz down by 10 with three to play. Willard. Left side double teamed into the middle of the floor to Watford. Lobs it up, tapped up and in by Knox. The Blazers have gotten into the middle of the zone off the double team all night and sliced the Jazz up. Down by 12. Takes a three after Lillard falls down. Kelly just doesn't have the line tonight. Jazz have just not had the line tonight. Jazz are 10 of 32 from three. Kelly's 0 for four. Jazz got very little off their bench other than 15 from Chris Dunn tonight. Walker didn't have his usual impact. And the Blazers have gotten performances from a multitude of guys, six players and double figures. And Lillard was fouled in the backcourt. We'll go to the line now with this one slipping away. A couple of undrafted players there as well. First free throw is good. What did you have to say about Watford? Watford, the undrafted player out of LSU. Start as a two-way player in Portland, if I remember correctly. The others are all on their, other than Sharp, are all kind of what I, on their second contracts or second opportunities. Abaji, three left side, no good. Flying in is Knox, who was the ninth pick of the draft by the Knicks. And as most Knicks picks have gone, they didn't re-sign it. Cam Reddish, who's on the floor, was a early pick, or has played well tonight, was an early pick by the Hawks. And then went to the Knicks. They gave up on him in the trade just recently. And Jazz double team Lillard. He turns it over and a foul on Lillard as he pushes the limit. Well, Reddish being a, the tenth player picked in the draft by Atlanta in 2019. Yeah. So Knox was the ninth pick of the draft by the Knicks. Sharp was the seventh pick of the draft for Portland. So they've got a bunch of high draft picks. Bunch of guys that didn't pan out. Alinek goes to the line. 124-110 score. Portland by 14. Well, the positive note here is if Kelly Alinek can make free throws, you get free food. You do. Because any night which the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points, Jazz app users score a free Arby's roast beef sandwich tomorrow in the Jazz app. So make sure you download the Jazz app. The Linux makes both free throws. And the Jazz are down 12 with two to play. I'm not sure we ever got inside clutch time tonight. Looked like we were walking toward another close one, and then the Jazz just never could get there. They trailed by 15, got it down to even, and then once it was even, Portland went back on a run. One twenty-four, one twelve. Baji knocks the pass out of bounds, and Portland inbounds with seven on the clock as Lillard step back three on the left side is good. That's his patented shot, and it's probably the only time all night he's gotten it off. Dane's now suddenly heated up to having 20, thirty points 
Seven rebounds and 12 assists as the Linux drives to the basket and gets called for a travel. Jazz down 15 to put right now. And Will Hardy will call a timeout. So let's take a look at the West now. Here's what's happened tonight. The number one seed, Denver, maybe has got back on their footing. They beat Washington 118-104. That's two wins in a row. John Morant returned tonight for Memphis, came off the bench, played 24 minutes, had 17 points, four rebounds, and five assists, and they beat the Houston Rockets. The third seed, Sacramento, has not played. The fourth seed is the Phoenix Suns. They trail the Lakers at the half, 59-52. No players on Phoenix are in double figures. Austin Reeves is the only player in that game with those figures. The fifth seed is the LA Clippers. They just lost Paul George for the rest of the regular season and probably part of the first round. The sixth seed is the Golden State Warriors. They won tonight, 127-125 in a controversial game in Dallas. Steph Curry had 20, Jonathan Kaminga had 22, Luka had 30, Kyrie didn't play. So Luka was back. The seventh seed is the Dallas Mavericks. They lost tonight, right? So they tie the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks should be tied. No, because Golden State won and Dallas lost. Wasn't Golden State ahead of Dallas when the night started? Yes, okay, right. The seventh seed actually coming into the night, I believe, was Dallas. The eighth seed was Oklahoma at 38-38. The ninth seed was Minnesota. They beat Atlanta 125-124. And the Jazz here is the tenth seed are about to lose to the Portland Trailblazers. Archie Diakono as the Jazz clear the bench. And Jarrell Brantley returns for the first time for the Jazz. Archie Diakono, left corner three, pass out no good. And Damian Jones rebound. So with a minute to play... How does it change as of tonight? Juzang's three is good. Minnesota moves up to seven, tied with Oklahoma City. Dallas slides down to ninth. And if the Lakers win, Dallas, Utah, and L.A. will all be tied for ninth, tenth, and eleventh. And the Pelicans will be a half game behind that. No, I'm wrong. If the Lakers win, Dallas and the Lakers will be tied for 9-10. And the Jazz and the Pelicans will be out of the playoffs at 11-12. Sorry. I only went through calculus in high school. And skipped most most math classes in college. The math tonight for the Utah Jazz was bad. 127-115 is the score. And they're wrapping this one up. Well, Ron, Jazz won two in a row. Blazers have lost six in a row. Feeling as Portland wasn't trying to win anymore. So much for that logic. And this is a ball game that I just didn't expect the Jazz to lose. They just had no juice all night. No juice, no. Jazz just a little lethargic. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. 
they pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.